Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, one and all. This is Baga Bites, a show where we talk about what we're watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is our mango activist, Magically Average, we are going to be talking about week one of fall 2021. Our mango activist, Mr. Magically Average, you're dying here. What? Hello. What is the... You gotta... I don't know. You gotta run these by you me said, beforehand. I'm like, no, never. No, never. Like, I, I need to vet them before, <laughs> before you unleash them to everyone. No, why? I just... You cut me off guard. What is a mango activist? Is it someone that is Somebody advocating... Really likes... Yeah. Like... Am I am I fighting for the rights of mangoes? Am I fighting for more people to eat mangoes? Like, what's sure. my what's my purpose? All of the above. Okay, that works. Anywho, fall twenty twenty one is like it, so. The, it was interesting. We were like, do we record today? Do we not record today? Because like, not everything has started. No. So we we're like, mm, let's still like we we both watched two shows or well you watched technically three shows because you're continuing uh aquatope but yeah we watched one of the same show and then i watched uh moshoku tensei jobless reincarnation season one part two i guess is what it is episode one yeah so it's like yeah you know what let's 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 talk about it let's let's have a little bit of a discussion um i figured that you can jump into whatever you want to jump into and then we could I'll do whatever I want to talk or Mushoku Tensei, and then uh, we can talk about uh, Muraku. How do you pronounce it? I'm terrible. Muraku Chan, I think. Muraku Chan. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, we can we can just jump right into that. But um, <laughs> yeah, so you watched Aquatope, and what was the other show? Uh, Great Jahi will not be defeated. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. That's still going. I forgot that that's still going. going. I also forget that I can't switch screens on Discord, or else it <laughs> fucks everything up. Um, but yeah, tell uh, give give me a little taste. What do we got this week? So yeah, because I mentioned when we did our our live event talking about the fall shows that we were gonna watch, that Aquatope went right into these episodes. I thought they were gonna take a break. Um, they did not. 
so we actually I, I was expecting for them to be off this week but they were like nope no break for you guys continue this roller coaster roller coaster of emotions because here we go part two's up i want to know i want a roller cooler though <laughs> a roller cooler that's yeah it sounds it sounds like somewhat dirty i don't know if i want that I don't know. It sounds I'm like a off-brand. It's like an off-brand like roller coaster. It's like what a carnival should call a roller coaster, like a traveling a carnival. <laughs> a roller cooler. It does sound pretty unsafe. It sounds dirty and it unsafe. It sounds but, very unsafe. Anywho, <laughs> so this part of Aquatope, we're into the next chapter of each character's life. So the Gamma Gamma uh, Gamma Aquarium, the aquarium that we thought was going to be saved, that had supernatural powers where people had out-of-body experience and could basically communicate with the deceased that they knew very strange uh, there was a like an aura around it you thought like oh man this whole season's gonna be about how they're gonna save it it's all gonna be like happy-go-lucky and rainbows and flowers and nope basically every episode was the, the aquarium getting shit on and bad stuff happening and lo and behold <laughs> they had to shut it and that was the last episode of what I'll categorize as part one of season one was them basically realizing that, hey, this is it. We're closing. We're going to have to go our separate ways. Uh, Kukuru, who was the girl who was at the acting director, whose grandpa, uh, whose grandpa owned the aquarium. She was like, mm-hmm. well, I need to probably finish high school and figure out what I'm going to do because I don't know what I'm going to do anymore and uh fuka deuces yeah pretty much she was like bah fish uh so much for liking (laughs) you guys thanks for betraying me fuka who was the idol ended up going back home she was supposed to go to tokyo but decided against that to go back and be an idol instead she went home she was like i'm gonna go finish high school as well i'm gonna start my new life instead of trying to fit back into a previous one as an idol and I was like, okay, well, what's this next part of the season going to be? Because, man, that was heavy to end it. And come to find out, they skip forward, I think, like, almost a, a year. School in Japan is different in, in terms of, like, high school. I think they go year-round right. with breaks, like, large chunk breaks in between. It's like a, like a couple weeks in between each semester. But they have, I think, a fall, winter, and summer um hmm so i don't know how that lines up with when they graduate but in essence uh kukuru goes back to high school and graduates um yeah same with one of her other co-workers who was at the aquarium and then a few other co-workers at the aquarium they all end up working at the new big aquarium in okinawa called tingara aquarium um there was the aquarium that sort of acquired a lot of the fish and exhibits that they had and it's the new flashy big show in town and so she got recruited by them but here's the kicker here's where you know things get interesting she's not me she's not on the floor as the you know one of the host people that's like doing the tours she's not even in the back like helping to prep the food and take care of the fish no she works in marketing and she's like what in the literal hell she the best part was that she went up to the director she's like you know i was a director right he's like yeah that's why you're gonna be good in marketing and she's like that literally makes no sense the fuck what so the this this past episode was basically her 
realizing that things are run differently here. It's run yeah. like an actual corporation. It's not all willy nilly. Oh. You can't just do your own thing. She's was basically berated for like the first week there because she wasn't oh, doing goody. things right and she wasn't staying in line and she kept going outside of like what she was supposed to do but even though she thought she was helping she really wasn't and then she got super sad and depressed and you're like oh this is great this is going to be another episode where she's going to be crying basically you can expect every other episode for one of the characters to be crying as the episode ends it's it's pretty much baked in at this point uh but i was going to say it is it is a theme of all episodes it seems yeah yeah that's that's there's no doubt that that's uh basically been ingrained into the dna of this show which is fine yeah. it fits it well because it's it's a very emotional and touching show and to top it off on uh, this last episode guess who shows up on the beach our uh, idol girl i don't know Ooh. comes back out of nowhere somehow finds her on the beach like not even near her home just like outside of where she's now working um right it's basically like howdy and then they're hugging and then crying and then a banger of an ending song comes in and i'm like all right (laughs) well there we go i guess we're into this next arc so yeah it's it's really weird because they sort of threw a misdirection at you of like hey this show's gonna be about um exploring this aquarium like this dilapidated aquarium getting back up and running saving it you know revitalizing it and then coming to understand like what supernatural powers or you know experiences people were having like you know going getting to the bottom of that like what was causing that no yeah basically it's like not that's shot put that aside never look at it that's garbage literal trash put in the fu- put it in the fuck it bucket yep put the it's long gone the fu- you put it in the fuck it bucket and then you punted it like 75 yards down the field because <laughs> now we're into this new big fancy aquarium called the tengar aquarium that has like a 360 pool massive pool of sharks and awesome big fish and stuff and uh now it's i guess her kukuru who's i i guess the co-lead because i guess fuka's still in the picture um but her yeah. sort of adapting to the new life and trying to find her space in this operation. So it's an interesting interesting pivot in the story. I, I'm still, again, it, it was one of my favorite shows from last season. Um, right. So we'll see how this one progresses, because there are a few shows that I'm, I'm very intrigued by this season. But I, I still think it'll be at the top of my list in terms of Slice of Life. And then... I, I, I'm still... I'm... I don't think it, well granted I never watched it so I can't really say but I I'm, I'm I'm going to disagree with the favorite slice of life for the season. I'm going to go with that's yeah. going to be Comey can't communicate. Well, cuz I was going to make the comment that it seems like a lot of the shows on our list are slice of lives cuz we have Comey can't communicate which comes out in a couple of weeks on Netflix. We have um My Senpai is super annoying which comes out I mm-hmm. think in a week or sometime I think I want to say it's a week. Um and then there's one more, I think, that we had on our list that was a, a considered to be a slice of life, but it also had like 50 other tags on it. But this seems like the season of slice of life, vampires, and Max. <laughs> there was one more. No, it was vampires, sli- uh, vampires, Max. Well, it was music, Fuck, too, there I guess. Was... 
Because there was... Mm, I don't know if it was necessarily music, but... Well, there was the vampire music one. Then there was just the general, like, music show. Because Talk, Talk T Destiny or whatever, the one with Mappa, done by Mappa and Madhouse, that's all about music. And then there's that selection show, the selection oh, idol. Oh, it was, it was the spooky. No, we were going spooky. Spooky was the other one. Oh. Was spooky was the... Uh, I mean, we got Mir- uh, Miroku-chan. Uh, we were thinking maybe Platinum End, but that's more so just like thriller, I think. Yeah. I wanted to say we had like a handful of spooky shows. There's a couple of spooky. Well, we're wrong. in spooky season. I know. It's Halloween I'm very excited time, that baby. It's spooky se- no, they were historical. Historical ones. Yeah. We're kind of we all over the board. Historical ones out there. I don't know. It's it's gonna be a season. Yep. It'll be a season. But yeah, no. It. Um. Which show were you saying it comes out in a day or two? Uh, I think it's my senpai is super annoying. Oh, that yes. Hold on, I'm gonna looked, find that real quick. And yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, you, four days. Oh yeah, that's that'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's so very I think weird. It's Friday. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, because like Friday you had, or Saturday. You had mentioned at the beginning of. Uh, us starting the podcast um like this fall season there's a lot of shows that are starting through like throughout this entire month which is super odd like i feel like there's only like every yeah. season there's only like a handful like maybe like two or three shows that start they have like a little delay like the great jahi i think they're only on episode i think nine right now so they're they they started like three weeks after everyone else but like this season we've got shows we got shows starting technically like three weeks ago in Japan, but are just coming out now in the U S we have shows starting like, you know, this past weekend, we have shows starting on Tuesday, on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, and then like two weeks from now. And then you have like demon slayer. Well, we're not even talking about demon slayer. I mean, demon slayer, demon slayer, basically we said like, we said during the live event, like demon slayer is in its own house of like, we make the rules have you have you seen the streets of Japan and the U.S.? We're basically everywhere. I'm pretty sure you can't tell us what to do. I mean, hell, they Fuck came your out. Rules. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> they came out. Who do you think like, you are? I am. That's the quote. We're like, we're gonna we're gonna basically put out the movie with one extra little episode beforehand, some new music, some new scenes, and you fuckers are gonna like it and shut up. It's basically what they said. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but, but I mean, like... even even to put into perspective, I mean, you have Aquatope that's continuing. You have Fena, Pirate Princess continuing. Great Jahi that's continuing. Uh, I know there's another one, and now I can't find well, I it. I think Tokyo Revengers I know, like, is still continuing, right? I think that's over. I'm pretty sure that's over. Is Tokyo done done? But I don't know if it's done done, but I think it's over for now. I'll I'll double check that. But um, oh no, you're right because it came out. It came out in. Um... In spring. It came out in spring. Yeah, you're right. Unless it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I have it set to where I can't really see those shows, but well, yeah. But yeah, there's Anywho. there's a couple, but uh, yeah, false false season yeah. seems so scattered. Like with, if if you have a show that you want to watch, get the date down and get what streaming service it's on because I don't know if you've noticed this. There's a ton of shows that are only on Netflix this season. Yeah, like like. Comey okay, so and you'll Blue have Period. Comey that's on there. Yeah, I was gonna say Comey and Blue Period, which are like perhaps two of the bigger shows this season. Which I don't know how like, Netflix from, snag those. 
I'll say bigger from the perspective of manga popularity currently, because Blue Period is seems to be everywhere I go, for some I don't not stupid reason, but like for some reason I just never I haven't read it. I'm sure it's great. I just no interest. Maybe I'll watch episode one on Netflix, but like I th- it is a name that I've heard of before this and was just like huh okay, and then yeah, Comey can't communicate. It's like hmm Netflix interesting yeah Alrighty, i'm in and like they're even doing that one weekly i think like they're i think they're gonna release a handful of episodes and then just do weekly installments or they're gonna just do weekly i don't remember which i think both shows are gonna be weekly right but if they're gonna release like a handful first and then do weekly or if they're just gonna start it when they start it Uh, yeah I i think it's just gonna be they're going to release the first episode and then a week later, the second. So we'll be, I mean, we'll be significantly behind the release in Japan. So there, it's not going to be a simulcast. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that's true because I mean, episode three of blue period comes out in three days. And then the first episode doesn't come out until October 9th, which is another five days for us. So my guess is as that of recording this, my guess is because Netflix is notorious for doing this is that the the reason that it's so far behind is because they're going to release the Japanese and the English version at the same time. And normally the English versions come out three to four weeks after the Japanese versions come out, like with sorry, with English voice actors. You think that they'll do the the dubs and subs at the same time rather than just doing subs and then releasing dubs? Yeah, a little bit after. I have a feeling it's actually not. I have a feeling it's gonna be dubs then subs a few weeks after, like Funimation does. Just for the fact that, um, I think the reason Netflix is kind of delayed it is just for the fact that they don't really like. I don't know if their subtitling team is like not necessarily up to snuff or like up to par, but like used to weekly installments like this so they need a little bit of time in order to get everything done and perfect and meticulous etc while funimation and crunchyroll they're just like day of cool fucking translate this shit now let's get it out cool it's out yeah those those fuckers churn that shit out fast but then again i will say i don't know if Funimation and Crunchyroll are given the episodes ahead of time. Well, I guess mm, they probably are. I mean, they, they probably have something well, in front that, of them before the. I the say that released. not remembering. I say that not remembering the fact that uh, I think it was just like a season or two ago that Wonder Egg Priority they released like episode eight or nine or some st- like something like that, and it was delayed a few hours because it wasn't ready. It just simply wasn't ready, so they're like, "Hey, like once it's ready, we'll have it out, and it'll be on your TV, etc." And it was delayed a few hours because it wasn't ready. So I guess hmm. it is just kind of one of those things of, yeah, we're 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 gonna do it as soon as we get our hands on it. So I don't know if somebody if somebody has better knowledge of it, please let us know. Um, yeah, yell at us, call us. Yeah, stupid. I'm I'm talking I'm talking out my butt right now. So <laughs> as I most usually do. But um, uh, let's real quick. Uh, you talked about Aquatope, fine and dandy. It's a it's a show that you know it's continuing on. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the second part of the season. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about Mushoku Tensei uh, Jobless Reincarnation Part Two. So Part One, like I don't know. I think I talked briefly about it on this podcast, and I know we talked about it when we were doing the live show this past weekend for going over what shows we want to watch, what we were going to give a couple, you know, episodes. 
like try and then uh what we're just straight up skipping i'm looking at you world's world's end harem we're straight up we're skipping you i'm sorry not really not sorry at all but um mishoku tensei uh jailless reincarnation it it's funny i've had discussions with friends in which they thought that i was giving the show shit in which i was like not wanting to watch it because it was pervy i was like no 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 that was redo healer that I didn't want to watch. This one I like I just skipped because it was another isekai to me. I was like, cool, I don't need to see this. But then they kept saying this show is so good, this show is so good, like people need to watch it. Yada yada. I was like, okay, fine, let's watch it. It's eleven episodes. What can go wrong? Some of the best world building. Uh, part one was some of the best world building. They took their time with it. I'm reading the manga right now and. The first episode, like first three episodes really draw out the world building. And it's like the first volume and like the volume goes through it very quickly. Granted, it does tell you some other things that the show doesn't, but like kind of other slighter details. But this really kind of like it took its time with the world building. It felt lived in it. The everything felt really well written out. It was like, great, awesome. And then uh, it ends not with a cliffhanger. Like, uh, there's past, like, midpoint in the season, probably episode nine or so. It, like, the episode ends with, like, a rather large event in which these two kids are now with a demon that people consider just, like, very dangerous and very violent. So the people, you know, avoid it. But the demon's like, no, 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 I want to not necessarily make a name but like clear the name of my people because this happened and this is why everybody assumes everything about us so they're traveling along with this demon for the last few episodes and it gets to the point where it's like okay we all trust each other we're moving on to a new town and this episode picks right back up in which they're in a harbor town like uh, next to the ocean and basically the main character is visited by this weird god person that he keeps seeing in his dreams occasionally and he tells him to go buy food from a like street food vendor and then go walk down back alleys and all throughout the very beginning of this episode because every time this god tells him to do something like something usually good happens or like it's like hey like just trust me on this type of thing like something good will happen if you trust me on this that's some intense trust to be like hey by the way go get food and then just aimlessly wander down some alleyways well the thing i'm not telling you is this kid is like you know since it's an isekai he's a bit overpowered like he's got like well really good magic skills so it's like he is for all intents and purposes like a kid but his magic skills are like off the freaking charts but um so for like the beginning part of this episode and even when he's walking down the back alleys you're thinking like oh surely he's going to reconnect with his master, Roxy, the person who taught him, like, higher-level magic, etc. Because, like, you see that Roxy is in the same town. And sure enough, it's one of those things that he's walking down the street and Roxy, like, runs down the other alley, like, right after him, like, past him. So it's like he's walking straight and she walks, like, uh, hor- like if he's walking vertically, she walks horizontally down another alley behind him. So they just miss each other. And you're like, fuck, that was the event. They just miss each other. But then the kid, he discovers this person who's begging for food. He's like, I'm going to die if I don't eat, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, surely this isn't it. Surely not. And sure shit, he gives her the food. 
and surprise she's a the demon lord or something like that like reincarnated and she's like yeah this is like i've been here for 300 years like this food that you gave me will last me another year like another year what would you like as a reward and he was like cool what do i want as a reward i want wealth and she's like surely you jest because i'm poor as shit as you can see he's like cool i want half the world and she's like even i haven't conquered the world so no he's like well like by the way let me put into perspective this is a 10 year old kid but it's like you know 40 late 30s early 40 year old living in this body so it's like what have you yeah uh so he's like okay fine if you if you can't give me money you can't give me the world just give me your body like I, i'll just i'll take i'll straight uh... up take sex and, he's, and she's like oh like well just be gentle with me and starts to pull down her pants and then all of a sudden she's like wait a second no in this reincarnation i actually have a fiance so no so he's like if you can't give me money the world or your body what can you give me and she's like demon eyes duh he's like what do you mean she's yeah. like just sit still and just jabs his eye out with like her fingers and like he like once it's all done said and done he's got a demon eye and he can now see like seconds into the future and it's just like okay huh. so this overpowered kid now has more powers great let's this is we're just I... getting into more isekai tropes but you know what the world building's so good i'm going to ignore it it's fine everything's fine but basically it becomes of this like sort of thing of where it's like hey let's try like the the companions he's with there's like the demon and another girl uh who's a few years older than her but he's the magician she's the better swordsman so she's like all right if you could see now into the future like if you think you can like he's like i need like a few more days to like rest and kind of get used to controlling this eye because like he can just see blurry vision of everything right now. And so it's like a week goes by and he learns that the more mana he puts into his eye or the less mana he puts into his eye, like either he could see into the future or just see in the present. And so they test it out by him doing sword fighting against this, this girl, the companion. And he straight up just whoops her because he can now see into the future. And even like after he like pins her and everything and like the fight is over, she says, oh, like, put her there, like, good job, and, like, gives him a handshake, and she tries to attack him again, and even then, like, puts her arm behind her back and puts her in a chokehold, and is just like, nope, I still got it, like, we're good. And then, yeah, the the kind of the episode ends a little bit after that, in which the demon and him have a conversation, in which he, like, is about to sneak out in the middle of the night, and he's going to pawn off his uh, wand, because since they're in a port town and they're traveling with this demon, they're like, we don't travel with demons. And if we do, you have to pay 2000 coins each, like green, green orbs or green something coins each, which is an absurd amount. So it's like 6,000. So he's planning on sneaking off in the middle of the night and selling off this wand that he got from part one, which is from the girl who was like, it was a custom build wand or staff or whatever. It's beautiful, gorgeous, powerful, etc. Custom made for him. And this, the demon that they are traveling with, which I regered, uh, he's like, hey, why are you going to sell this? He's like, so if this is something important to you, like, he's like, it's as 
this that staff is as important to you as this like necklace is essentially as important to him which is like the sign of his tribe or whatever and he's like well so what you're saying is that it would be okay for me to sell this necklace and like the kid's name is rudy he's like yeah it, it would be okay and the demon gets really pissed and he's like I trusted you from here. Like, I trust you. I don't care what evil you do. Get us off this continent. It's fine. But you are not selling that staff because it means so much to you. Uh, the girl, Eris, gave you that staff. Like, had it custom built for you. How do you think she'll feel? You'll just disband. Like, you'll basically fracture this party. You're not fucking doing that. And I'm not selling this necklace because this is like a keepsake, you know, heirloom type thing. So it's like, okay, cool. And, uh... The episode ends where this guy meets with them and, like, as they're talking, this guy kind of approaches them and is like, hey, you saved my life by pushing me out of the way of a pot. Like, when he first gets his powers, he's just, like, he's, like, walking, bumps into a guy, and the guy's like, hey, watch where you're walking. And he sees into the future a little bit, pushes him out of the way, and a pot falls, and he's like, what the hell? And then realizes, oh, I would have gotten hit in the head with a pot. So this guy finds him. He's like, hey, my name is this. And then the episode ends, and you're like, this guy has bad written all over him, Mm. all over him. And, uh, yeah, so really, really just, like, it's it's just hops straight back into where part one ended and doesn't skip a beat. Everything about the show, what I loved about season one, or season one, part one, was phenomenal, and I am very much so looking forward to part two and the rest of this. Yeah, it seems interesting. We were doing a, a podcast for uh, Bach and Co. for the Akita episode which I think comes out next week. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're kind of behind <clears throat> on those. Yeah. But it'll be coming out soon. But Element talks about Mushoko Tensei and how just it, for an isekai, it completely it, it separates yeah. itself from like what a normal isekai is built around. And like it, it, it sort of nez- it doesn't like reinvent what an isekai is. But from what he was descri- how he's describing it, it's just it's so well done that it sort of stands alone in the world of like isekais because of how like like you were saying like the world building aspect of it, the character development up build the aspect of it, the just the pure story, like it's it's yeah. just so far and beyond what other isekais have been doing, which I took offense to because. I love Overlord, and I think Overlord's an incredible isekai. But yeah, but Overlord me. hasn't had a season. Well, is a is it done? B Mm-mm. when was the last time it had a season? Mm, a couple like years 2019? ago, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, leave it alone. It's still good. <laughs> but yeah, that the Mush- uh, Mushuko Tensei is definitely on my list. I I do need to watch the first part because I am interested in watching the second part as the like, episodes. I'm out. telling you as soon as you start it, like you will not you will not stop until all 11 episodes are done. Like I, I, it's it's very good. Knowing me and and based on what everyone has been talking about and saying about it, I I know I'll probably have to smash it out in one day. So that, yeah. is, that also, is at the top of my list. Overlord last season 2018. Yeah, I know. Leave me alone. It's been a while since I've seen Overlord. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a lot. It's it's if it's been yeah. this long. Yeah, I know. I know, Frank. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, coming okay. right for the heart. Shot through the heart, and you're too late. You give love a bad name. Anywho, um, <laughs> let's let's talk about this last show that we we both just uh, watched. 
uh, fucking I'm terrible with this name. Muruko chan. Muruko chan. Uh, it's all it's called. I think it's, it's just. It's October. Yep. Nope. That's it. But it's. I was gonna say it's October. It's spooky season. So I was like, yes, let's watch the spooky show. Potentially comedy spooky show. And what we got was a little bit of spooky and a lot of bit of fan service that I was not expecting. Yeah, so yeah. It which in my mind f- like it's not terrible, but it's also just like is this needed? In my mind No The way I was observing it was that they were trying to like given a sort of like an homage to like the old like 1970s early 80s american horror films like like the the campy ones like halloween and friday the 13th um nightmare on elm street like where there is there is some fan service you know there's always that trope of like the the hot girl running in her pjs from the the killer and she like trips and falls and stuff in the woods and there's all the very like cliche scenes that you see in those types of movies i saw little bits and pieces of that in this episode which granted I I, i'm i'm not gonna i'm not sitting here and saying there was no fan service i mean it was chock full from start to finish of fan service but i i will say that i i saw like little glimpses of like they're trying to play on those sort of horror flick sort of tropey cliche scenes with some of the ways they were like doing the camera panning and angling like certain, like where like certain we'll call them beings yeah. right now um, to the main character and stuff. But you no, know, I mean, it's, it's got their, their fair share of fan service. That's for sure. So if you're, if you're yeah, okay with, I was gonna say the- with horror and, and some ass and tits, then boy, oh boy, do you, we have a show for you. I was going to say, the it was more so, like, I was fine with the majority of it, although the very beginning where it was just, like, the friend coming up and hugging her from behind with a wet shirt, it's like, okay, that's a little... Yeah. Why? But, like, other than that, like, I understand, like, I get the tropiness of, like, when she's bending down to try and pick up the charm from underneath the desk. Like, that, I, I could see being an homage to campy horror like of just like reaching for something and just it being right out of grass but like yeah the whole friend thing hugging her from behind and just seeing like the boob squish is just kind of like okay oh they're was... really necessarily needed and then just her talking about let's go underwear shopping because my bra is too tight it's like not really needed but okay yeah like, well it was funny cuz but... even even our our main girl muruko or uh, i think everyone calls her like muko um she was even like uh tmi there but let's let's dial it back yeah also but, it's uh miko is it miko yeah miko um, but to, to give a but, yeah. synopsis of the show too because I, I know we're talking about all the fan servicey stuff um yeah that's that's like the only thing i had wrong with it everything else about it i really enjoyed yeah yeah it real quick yeah if you can get past the fan services stuff it is it is a very well done like very interesting show so basically it's a good premise yeah it, definitely unique so our main girl miku she can see ghosts miko excuse me <laughs> she can see ghosts uh, uh poltergeists you know spirits uh 
spirits and really disgusting looking spirits at that horrible grotesque i was trying to like figure out what they reminded me of and i guess the closest would be like because they have like this weird you know the the black sort of smoky aura around them and i was yeah. like that's very like jujitsu kaizen sort of style of like really nailing down the fact that it's you know a, a being from a, a different sort of dimension whether it be the afterlife or whatnot but here we have the same sort of style but just the the characters are drawn in black and then slightly off black so they're very very off-putting like no color terrible grotesque horrifying things and she unfortunately can see them but the way she deals with it is to basically ignore them and all Until of them, they go away it, and that's how they go away that's basically how they go away too so she we get this first episode where she's in school we see her in school and there's some weird stuff happening at like you know beforehand at her home like there's a handprint on her bathroom window and she's like that's weird and wipes it off and then like she goes to school and her friend we'll just call her big titty girl um Got she or, or squishy magoo whatever you want why um, i don't know because i can't remember her name um Hana. she's like Hana. There's some weird stuff going on at my house, which is like, she's like, sometimes my clocks just stop working and my lights will flicker on and off. And like, you know, my phone doesn't charge. And it's just like, it's just weird stuff. And her fr- and then uh, Miku's like, that's okay. That's odd. And sure. then. All right. Yeah. And there was like some scenes throughout their time at school where like something like there was something weird. They didn't show anything, but like, you know, there's something odd happening. But you're like, okay, it's nothing because we didn't see anything. But then obviously they're going back home and Miku's like, oh crap, I forgot my my little charm thing that they were talking about at the beginning of the episode, this little figure. She's like, oh, I must have fell off at school. So she goes back, she finds it, starts raining, obviously, and she like runs and she's like, man, things could get any worse. And she's text- texting her friend and like something strange happens on her phone where she sends her friend a picture of herself like, I'm caught in the rain, this sucks. And her friend's response is the same picture. And it just keeps over and over and over and over. And the pictures come in at such a speed that her face starts to distort and like a weird image pops up. And so she freaks out. She's like, okay. And then I was, you're like, Oh, that's kind of, that was kind of creepy. And she picks up her phone. Strange. (laughs) She, She throws her phone and she's like, Okay, I think it's done. She picks it up and she like looks over and there's this giant mammoth of a like blob monster being and you're like, "Oh my god." And she just kind of looks at it. Nope. And she's just like, "Oh man, I got to text my friend back." And this thing's like, "Can you see me?" She's like, Ugh. "I need to <laughs> tell her that I got, you know, soaked in the rain." And this stinks. And it's like this the being's kind of getting closer. It's got faces all over its body. And it's like, I'm pretty sure you can see me. She's like, man, I wonder when the next bus is. It's like, okay, you can't see me. And it kind of like slithers away and then disappears. And it cuts back to Miku. And she's just like, ah! That was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, just. <laughs> it was... It was perfect. And basically, so that's like our first introduction to 
I, I guess her ability to see them because then the rest of the episode, which I think there was like maybe five or seven minutes after that point, she sees like five more and it's just her trying to like really drill in that like the only way she can get rid of these things, the only way, cause she like, she's tried methods of like putting salt down at her door to like get them to go away. Um, she was looking at like to get prayer beads to try to ward off the spirits, but no, they just keep showing up. We have no clue why all she knows is that she can see them. No one else can see them that she knows of at least. And the only way that they will go away is if she just basically completely ignores them. The best part of the whole episode in my opinion was she gets home from that weird bus stop monster one. She gets into her house. There's she's brushing her teeth in the bathroom and there's another one in the bathroom. And it's like, can you see me? Can you see me? And she's like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Oh, there's something in my eye. And she keeps, like, washing her face. And she's, like, crying in the sink. She's like, please go away. Please go away. And she's like, oh, man, it's still in my eye. No, 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 And then it finally goes away. And she's like, she puts this big bowl of salt down at her door. She's like, good. This should be it. She gets into bed. And, like, she hears a noise. And she looks at her covers. And there's something crawling. And she just lifts it up. And there's this creepy face, and it just goes, Mama. And I'm like, oh, no. And she just puts the covers back down. (laughs) It just keeps saying, Mama. And she's just crying. Oh, my God. She's crying, and then she just goes, the salt didn't work. And she's just, Mama, Mama. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. What is this fucking show? Oh, my God. So It's so creepy. It's great. It's it's, just like... They... It's really funny. It's what, I wa- it's what I wanted for spooky season. It's what I wanted for spooky yeah. season. It's not over the top, like, hilarious, and it's not over the top scary. Yeah. I, I mean, they do a really good job of marrying the two, right? Like, yeah. Because, I mean, the way that they bring up these creatures, it is kind of in a very horrifying manner. Because, like, they do kind of pop up out of nowhere, horror film style. And, again... But not like very... super scary horror film style. They're like it's pretty fair warned as to when they're coming. Yeah, I mean, they do sort of like they do play out. You know when they're gonna show up. I mean, it, yeah, there is. There's not like a big element of surprise, but it's more just like how they go about showing them is very creepy. Like, sometimes it's, like, direct, like, you just see it immediately. Sometimes it sort of, like, peeks in from the side and, like, you're slowly introduced to it. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, what is it? So Yeah, because, like, after she wakes up from the baby under the covers, it's like, cool, that was all a bad dream. I can't see any of them today. It's A-OK. Goes to school and talks to her friend, Hana, and she's like, hey, Hana, we're on the third floor, right? And she's like, yeah, and she's like, Oh, uh, it's okay. I didn't see anything. And then a ghost or just like a spirit just appears in between them. It's like, you could see me. Senpai. Senpai, you could see me. And it's just like internal screaming of fuck. I can see them. No. Yeah. And then episode one ends. It's great. it's, It's what I wanted for spooky season. It's not too scary it's not scary at all to me it's very off-putting if anything like the the designs of the spirits are very well off-putting like they're very well created in the fact that they are just like hard to look at yeah 
but um, it's not scary necessarily, and it's not over-the-top funny. It's not super self-aware quite yet, but um, I am curious to see what direction they go if it's just, like, more of the same, like, situation of, hey, you're, you see ghosting, ghosties everywhere, or if they're going to be like, okay, all your friends can see these as well, and they're just dealing with this shit a lot better than you are somehow. Yeah. And, ha- like, having, like, a group of, like, this is how we deal with it, and this is how we're going to eventually start exercising them, but, or something, I don't know. I doubt they'll go that far, but it'll be interesting to see where it goes plot-wise. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've set it up nicely to where, like you said, like, there's a lot of different directions it can go, and there's really no wrong way for it to go, too, because, I mean, it, it's it's a high school... I. Jesus, I hope to God it's high school. High school girl who can see ghosts and she doesn't think anyone else can. And it's like, well, how are you going to cope with it? You're going to find others that have that similar power as you? Are you going to find ways to get rid of the ghosts other than just ignoring them? Because God knows you can't keep that shit up. You will traumatize yourself for the rest of your life. Um, Yep. Good luck. Good luck finding a boyfriend and keeping (laughs) a boyfriend when that happens. Like... (laughs) Yeah. High school woes to a whole new level. Well, and but I, I'm interested to see if they they're gonna go into the backstory of like what these things actually are. Like, are they trap spirits? Are they like, do they have vendettas against certain things? Is there a reason why like she's the only one that can see them? Are they connected to her in some fashion? Like, again, there's a lot of little mystery behind it, but I I think it's it's a very enjoyable one in terms of the fact that it, like it is it's a bit creepy. Again, it's not scary. It's just creepy. But it does it, sprinkle in a, a good amount of humor that you're like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, no, agreed. But um, again, looking forward to seeing where that goes. Looking forward to all these other shows starting because we, we did talk about it. And I think there were like at least four shows we wanted to check out each just to see how they were. Um, I know that I will be definitely very into Comey Can't Communicate, Be Bad or Good because I'm very much invested with that source material mm-hmm. uh i know that i like i i do kind of want to watch an episode or two of blue period just to see how it is yeah um even the, though that's really not all to my genre but uh, we'll see the we'll two see. the two that are like my the ones where they're either going to be a huge hit or a big miss for me are blue period and then the one i can't pronounce by mop and madhouse that talk to oh. destiny or whatever it's called. Uh Talked Up Destiny. Talked Up Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that one that the premise is like it seems again like it's a madhouse style. It's just off the wall. Like yeah. really yeah, out yeah. there. But it, again, it could hit, it could land well, or it could completely flop. So I mean those... that, yeah, that trailer we watched, it had both of us like, okay, we're in. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I was interested. I mean, a dude shot his arm off and was conducting music while another girl had this huge Gundam-style, like, laser beam <laughs> thing that, like, transformed into an instrument. And we're like, what the balls is happening? Um, yeah, but be- that that's going to be, like, something we both watch. I know I wanted to watch at least an episode or two of Platinum End, a.k.a. Future Diary 2.0. <laughs> uh, we, both, we both wanted to see My Senpai is Annoying. We both wanted to watch Vampire The Vampire Dies in No Time. Yep, that one looks funny. And I think I was going to give an episode or two try to Ranking of Kings and then also the Heike story, which are mm-hmm. like the 
the one is the the Heike story is the like historical, the historical one, and then the the ranking of kings is Wit Studio, which Wit Studio Wit fucking just masterpiece in animation. So yeah, but this one like we both we both watched it. We're like, ooh, this looks a little weird, and then they showed some action. You're like, oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Give me yeah, that. Give but, me that now. But it's got to be more heavy on the action because man, oh man, was it rough to get through some of that other little animation uh, we'll parts. We'll see. Again, we'll see. And then you, you, <laughs> one day, eleven hours and fifty-seven minutes as of right now. Stop. Pura or Ore, Pride of Orange, buddy. Stop. You got your, you got your ice hockey show. You got your wish. <laughs> but um, the one thing that I do want to say before we sign off is that the we we both wrote off. Digimon Ghost Game. We both wrote it off. Yes. I And it's supposed to be like a very dark version of Digimon. Yeah. I do you know the and premise? So I'm now now I'm interested. No, I don't. But I, I like I've heard I heard people saying that this is just a very dark take on Digimon, so I'm interested. Can I give you a quick synopsis of it. what it is? Give me like there's a, ten, a ten word synopsis. There's a time Digimon that sucks time out of humans. And makes them see their entire life in the span of like five seconds, and then they die. Basically, nice. Heck yeah! It yeah, like no, it's like supposed I, I'm, to be I'm, really I'm all dark. For it. I'm all for fucked up Digimon. Yeah, let's do it. And Fuck I, yeah! I, I'm it's spooky season, it. baby. I was gonna say I'm game for it too. I've been playing the Digimon trading card game, which I, if you if you're into trading card games, this is one hell of a trading card game. So uh, this is apparently Digimon getting back into the top of people's like video game card game animation lists so i'm all for it i don't know about the video game because like they they actually had a really good video game maybe like four years ago with cyber sleuth story there's a really enjoyed it and then no i know there's a couple i mean there's there's pretty much a new digimon game nearly every single year it seems but the past few i heard are just been kind of average to so so but the cyber sleuth story which i played was very good i really enjoyed it yeah, the Cyber Sleuth is it's like the, up on the first list. Digimon thing I've ever touched in like <laughs> fifteen years, if not more. So, I, but I, I think they're investing a lot into it because I, I I don't know what happened, but the trading card they game... probably saw the craze. They probably saw the craze of Pokemon cards and everything. Like, okay, here's our the iron is hot. Let's strike. Yeah. So I mean, I don't blame them because again, their trading card game is is top notch. Yeah, we'll see. But thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time. Come join us. Uh, golly. I have this thing <laughs> written down, and I still fuck it up week to week. It's hard but when you write jo- it down. <laughs> you got, like, improv it, really it man. Is. You just You should just improv this last piece. Just go with come, the flow. I mean, yeah, sure. Come If you haven't already joined our Discord, it's fine. Don't join it. We don't want you. It's okay. No, <laughs> just come join our... Come join our Discord. See our see the link in our Twitter. Uh, you'll find it there. Uh, our Twitter account at Bakako Podcast. Uh, tell us what you're excited for for fall 2021 and what you want to watch and why we're stupid idiots as always. Um, we're gonna try and record these live a bit more often. Uh, Monday on Monday nights, like somewhere. In, I'll I'll give an hour range between seven and eight p.m. Central, because like I I've been the one that's been the like haha uh, i you mean douche canoe you are <laughs> late again so it's just like we're gonna go we're gonna say 8 to 7 p.m ish central time on the twitch cha- my twitch channel at frankfurter spelt with two t's in there but who cares it's fine you can figure it out but um should also follow our, do our individual twitters too because we do put out in, in uh announcements on our like our twitter handles too 
Yeah, that's true. Which mine is at Frankfurter underscore, and yours is magically AVG. Yeah, something like that. I don't something know. like that. Who, Just who look us up. You'll our find Twitters. our. You'll, you'll see our stupid profile pictures and our dumb faces around. You're already getting really bad opinions here. Why would you want to go do our social medias and get really bad opinions there too? Like on a more you want frequent f- basis. Yeah, if you want to fuel your hate of us more, just connect with us more. Uh, we'll give we'll give oh, you God. the energy. We'll we'll throw that wood why on your I, fire. Why would hate. anybody Nobody would want to do that. Why what, anybody in their right mind would not want to do that. Masochist. But anywho, oh, <laughs> something like that. Anime watchers. Any, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Overlord fans. Until next time, Spark ah. Triumph, we'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! 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 Back up!